What's up, people? Welcome back to Quality, where we encourage you to live godly. We got a great show lined up for you today. I am interviewing one of my players from the Coastal Stars baseball program. His name is Grady Perkins. Welcome to the show, Grady. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's been well. How are you, Coach Prophet? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Well, we got a lot to cover today. Well, not a lot, but we got like five things that we want to touch on. Um, and we're just going to have quality conversations with, you know, your quality person. I've established that over since, uh, what, we met last fall. Is that correct? Uh, like yeah. Last fall, like last summer? Ago? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah last, last summer. Right, right. We also got our tea with us. So real quick, before we yes, hop sir. into our first topic, what tea are you drinking? I'm drinking a... Lemon, uh, mm-hmm. peppermint, ginger tea. Ooh, okay. That sounds really good. That's like a good combination that I wouldn't think, you know, those three things would go together. I actually got a lemon tea as well. Um, I forgot. I think it's lemon and I, I forget what else is in it, but this one's one of my go-to ones that I really like. So, yeah. So, hey, let's, let's hop into the first thing, which is who is Grady Perkins? Who is Grady Perkins? Grady Perkins is a small town kid from Valdosta that likes to play baseball and mm-hmm. likes to swim. And he's 15 and going into the 10th grade. And he's really interested in sports, outdoors, swimming, fishing. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's Perkins pretty much is. it. Okay. Okay. And um, like, what do you like? You so you mentioned like outdoors, like fishing. So obviously they kind of got a hint that you're probably a baseball player because I said you were one of my players. So yeah, elaborate on some of those other things that you do outside of, you know, the sport of baseball. Uh, I, I play another sport. Well, some people think it's not a sport, but I do because it's really <laughs> hard. It's yeah. Swimming. I just uh, really no, like to sport, be around man. the water. And mm-hmm. I like fishing a lot because I just like, it's just peaceful just sitting right. out there waiting and then catch one. Really exhilarating. And I really yeah, love I skateboarding. You. Oh, really? How long, how, long yes. have you been, how long have you been skateboarding? Since I was a wee little lad. Since <laughs> a I wee think little lad. Seven? I was like seven. Right. Yeah. And I've been le- trying to learn this new trick. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I got you, man. I got you. Well, let's dive into a couple other topics because um, not only are you a baseball player, not only are you a good swimmer and a fisher, but you also have a YouTube page. Is that right? Is um Baby Gravy. Baby Gravy. Did That's you... the name of your YouTube channel? Yeah. Well, it's a long story of where I got the name. So, mm-hmm. basically, I, me and my friends, we used to go to the YMCA a lot right. know, over the summer. And I got the, since my nickname was, my name was Grady, mm-hmm. I got the nickname Gravy. It's kind of like Grady. <laughs> it kind of just stuck, so mm-hmm. I just kept it. There you go. And it used to be Hitman Gaming, where me and my brother used to run it and mm-hmm. just do Fortnite and stuff. But we shied away from Fortnite. Oh, so why did why did you decide to shy away from Fortnite? Because uh, that's like that's like it, the it, biggest game in the world. 
it, it, <laughs> it all started when um our PS4 broke, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. to fix it, it would it would literally cost more to fix it than to just get a a used new one. Mm-hmm. So I just sold it, and really haven't been playing video games since then. Right, right. Okay, nice, nice. So a lot of people probably don't know this if they don't know you, but you also have a twin brother. So an identical twin brother. And I did like they look just like I, I literally still can't tell them apart. They they just explained to me how to tell the difference between them like last weekend where they were like one has a narrow grant has a narrower face is that right or is it you i have the narrower face uh, see I, I can't even get it right i can never get it right but they they look like literally identical like the same person so d- just describe briefly yeah. how it how it's been having a twin kind of the perks and then maybe a thing or two that you don't really like about it uh the perks of having a twin is you have someone to throw the baseball to all the time. That's the best part, honestly, and to practice with. And you have a brother you can do things with. But the cons is just getting called Grant all the time or just Perkins. And besides that, there's really not that bad. There's really uh, like, not that many cons. Right. It's just being called the same person. But besides that, it's really just all pros because – I literally have a, another person to help me out with whatever I'm doing. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Have you ever like played tricks on people like like your parents or anything? I, uh, yeah, we have when we were litter, li- mm-hmm. little. Um, it was the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Me and him switched classes for the day. And- oh, no way. <laughs> Did anybody notice? Yes. It was really, we were going to a new school. Yeah. And I was so surprised. They they didn't notice until like the end of the day. <laughs> That's hilarious. And they, were, they were baffled that they didn't notice what, that the difference between me and him switching classes for the whole entire day. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's great, man. <laughs> yeah. That's great. All right, man. So we're going to get into our third topic, man. Um, and it's basically. What have you learned from baseball? So I play baseball since I was four. Um, it's a humbling game for sure. So just get on the list of, you know, a couple of things that you've learned since uh, you've played and what you're looking to accomplish. Uh, the most important thing that I've learned from baseball is character. Uh, it's a really good character building sport. It really teaches you how to work with others really good and how mm-hmm. You can't just be like, oh, it's just me. I'm just going to help myself and no one else. You got to right. help what's better for the team and not just yourself. And it also teaches you very good mental strength to just wipe off what happened last play if you make a mistake and to just start it fresh and just keep on playing the game. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. I like it. I like it. So what what what's kind of like your goals for playing baseball? Like is that is is baseball like your favorite sport or do you you said you Oh uh, yeah, swim? by far my favorite sport. By far your favorite sport. Okay. By far. I got you. So yeah, uh, what are you what are you looking to accomplish in baseball? I really want to play in college for baseball. Mm-hmm. Pre- preferably Vanderbilt or um Navy. Mm-hmm. But oh, Navy, okay. My my biggest dream to do it is would be to go to the MLB. That's just been my dream since I was a 
little kid, but it's hard. I don't know. Yeah, baseball, like you said, it's the character builder. Um, I always say it's the game of failure, right? And it teaches you, you know, not on, well, you can learn how to fail. Like, that's what it will teach you. And if you yes. take that from the game of baseball, it translates very well from, like, your life moving on when you're no longer playing sports because, you know, in life, there's a lot of things that just aren't going to go your way. You know, we all have a plan in our head, but very rarely do things, you know, just all the stars align for everything that we have in our head. And so you got to learn how to adapt and, you know, overcome cha- overcome challenges and obstacles that are presented to you. And I think baseball is the perfect game of doing that because you, you just have to deal with, you know, failing in such a drastic way. It's like always equated to um, grades, right? So we all know like a, oh, yeah. a pretty good batting average is a 300, right? Which would equate to a 30 yeah. on a test. So imagine bringing home a 30 to your parents, <laughs> like what they would say. Yeah. like. But in baseball, that's perfectly acceptable. Like that's like top tier, especially yeah, in the major like leagues. Really good. You're hitting 300. You're doing something, and so it's just it's very interesting. A lot of people, you know, stop playing baseball be, just because they can't handle the fact that they fail so much. Um, and so if you if you made it this far and you you've learned how to deal with you know the failure and that like that's the top thing. That's not to mention like you know the pressure of, you know, whatever situation you may be in oh, yeah. or, you know, yeah. just the, all the other things that the game may present at you. That's just like the top one is just having to deal with failure. So, man, that's good. That's good. So uh, how about uh, YouTube? So you just started Baby Gravy, right? You have one video. Yeah. And it, it, it was kind of, we were just talking about this. It was kind of crushing it, right? Um, yeah. Uh, it wasn't crushing it like the first three nights. And then, on the fourth day after it's been uploaded, I looked back and I looked at the analytics mm-hmm. and it said that I had around 300, 3,700 plays on it. Wow. Views. And wow. I was just so surprised. There you go, man. That's how in it. And I know. describe what it was because it, this wasn't like a tailor made video. It wasn't like fancy. Like it was, it described to the people exactly it was, what it was. It, was a base hit at like point that was it was a decent hit basically this out to left field right field i mean right field in the gap and that's basically it yeah that was it it was it was super oh, simple I, it was just simple yeah i was yeah, so I mean, surprised but baseball lovers like they see a good hit those they'll, they'll they'll you know stick around and watch it Made click a double cap. Hey, that was a good, good little hit there. Um, so, yeah, that was good. So, just moving on here. Um, I got a couple more things for you. So, I coach you in travel ball, summer ball, essentially. Uh, you also play for your school, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, explain to the people the differences between school ball and travel ball. Like, what's the differences? Oh. Which one oh. do you like more? You know, <laughs> there's a there's a big difference for um for school ball. It's really more of a practice and just repetition, repetition on all of it. And you 
you get to uh, like know the people you're playing with for a long time because you'll be playing with them for the next uh, four four years, right? And you'll play the same teams for the next four years. But besides that, there's really like nothing really to it. Uh, me personally, I like travel ball better because I like traveling because I'm just an explorer type of person, mm-hmm. and I really like playing other different teams and besides just like the same team like. Uh, Valdosta versus Lounge, Valdosta versus Lounge, like every every year. Right. But you get to face a lot, a lot more people and a lot of better people, in my opinion, in travel ball than you would in school. Yeah, because I mean, like you said, you're traveling, um, and the competition that we, the the tournaments that we enter, the competitions like you know the top of top tier oh, in the country, like people yeah. come from California. Do we have a lot of teams from up north that come down? just so they could play, you know, down here where a lot of scouts will flock. A lot of SEC schools will come to Lake Point just because it's such a nice facility. Plus, you got perfect game in Atlanta as well. So a lot of coaches are just floating down here. So you eat. And we're we're kind of blessed, yeah. too, because we don't really have to travel too far. Like, imagine us being in, I mean, even North Carolina, that's like, you know, a considerable drive. That's- but then we got teams coming yeah. from like Ohio all the time. Like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but yeah, it is fun to see like how different people, the styles of play, how they differ from like how the Northern teams play, how the Southern teams play, how the West teams play, um, and just the different talent all over the country. So I would definitely agree with you there. Yeah. Uh, Coastal's program with baseball service we play in are top tier because the, I played with many different travel teams. None of them are like how Coastal does it. Coastal is doing it way better than most, I would say, and getting you seen and getting college coaches to look at you. It, me personally, that's what's what I think. I love it, man. I love it. So, have you had like a favorite Coastal Stars moment since you've uh, joined the program? Yes, I have. I have. It was um, it was with Coach Randy's team back last year when it was there was two outs and we were losing. No, yeah, we were losing, and <laughs> I hit a ball oppo, and I almost got a double. I didn't get the double, but I almost did. So did you? Did you get thrown out? Oh no 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 no! I went back. Oh, okay. So I was like, I was like, I almost got a double. Did you? Did you get hosed a second? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know me. I'm not the fastest on the right, right, right. (laughs) And that was just my favorite moment because I was just so hyped. And that was my first year swinging a wood bat, and it was just hype. That was my first hit. Was just a good, nice line drive out in the gap, and I just loved it. Always remember your first hit, man. Always remember your first hit. All right. Well, we're going to dive into our last topic. So, Mr. Grady, do you have any questions? So, I'm going to basically be like your big brother, like your coach. So, we're going to flip the interview on his head, and I'm going to have you ask me questions. So, do you have any questions for me, sir? I do. Uh, What's it like playing baseball in college than it is from um, high school? So, like like the the differences? Oh, okay. So, uh, college is a different beast. So you, even if 
you're like the most mature person, it, there's going to be a super big adjustment period. Um, and that's just because you're just going to be on your own. So like when you're at home, like you have mom or dad, somebody's probably cooking you dinner uh, or giving you money just to go out. Um, but you have that support system at home. So if you ever need something, say, hey, mom, dad, brother, siblings, like all your friends that you've grown up with, they're all right there. Like you always have somebody that you can rely on. Now in college, you do, um, that will develop. But when you first get there, you're, you're basically on your own. You got to learn how to do the laundry on your own. If you haven't learned already, you got to learn how to make sure you're getting proper rest. Because, you know, at home, sometimes you'll just stay up all night, but then your mom or dad will come in and yeah. be like, hey, go to bed, stop, get off the video games. You, so you have to manage yourself. And so it really makes you grow up. And that's just college. Now, when you add in athletics, then it's like, all right, now I have to worry about school and I have to worry about taking care of myself. Plus, I have like this full-time job, which a lot of people think, oh, y'all are just playing sports. But no, it's like it really oh. translates into a full-time job because um, not only you don't like in high school, you probably you may have like weight training with your team for one period. A lot of schools are doing that now. Um, and then you may have practice after school. But in college, it's like you may have weight training. You may have, you know, uh, um, study hall. You may have um, practice. You may have a all these different things and then maybe something for the school just because you're part of athletics. Athletics at most school are really involved in community service or different things like that. And so a lot of times you're, you'll have to go to different events uh, just to be there or maybe you'll have to go support like the basketball game um, that are going on just because you're part of athletics. And so there's just a lot of things that you have to manage once you get to college. And so that's the, that's the biggest thing is the people that I've seen that don't really make it through college are the people that, you know, weren't mature enough to handle it or they didn't have, you know, the guts to stick around when it got hard. They were just like, no, nah, I'll just I'll just go back home or I'll just drop baseball because this job is too hard, you know, because you're going to have rough days you have rough days, but you just got to power through it. Like uh, one of my coaches said, um, you got to enjoy the grind, basically. That that and that sums up. That really sums up the difference between high school and college, right? So high school, it's like yeah, you're grinding, but like I mean, you're kind of with your hometown buddies. You're having more fun, right? Now, when you get to college, you're gonna have a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's a grind. You're playing double and in some cases triple the amount of games, and then Whoa. you're having to do weight training on a schedule, you got to make sure you're eating right. And then, I mean, and just the pressure of playing, like you get a scholarship, right? You don't want that scholarship to get cut or you don't want to get cut from the team, right? So you, you got to make sure that you're performing in your sport and you also got to make sure you're performing in the classroom, right? Which is another element, you know, classes are generally harder than high school um, for the most part, depending on what school you get to. Um, but you got to make sure that you're performing in class so that you can play on the field and so that you're, you're good to play. So, yeah, that's probably but when you said, uh, Oh, my bad. no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was done. For, for when you said, um, it's like a 
like a job right is it like you don't have time to do the things that you would do like in high school like hang out with friends as much as you would or like how when people go to college uh some people just go to college they really don't do the studies they just like are there just party Mm. as an athlete you do not have time to do any of that but you oh okay I got, I got, I got your question. So you, you do have time. There's time to have fun. You just got to know, you got to really have your priorities in check. And so some people will get there and they'll, you know, they'll be lazy. And this is why I say it's like a full-time job is because you always get, there's always something to do, right? You always have something that you could be working on, whether it's schoolwork, whether it's getting some extra reps in the cage, um, you, you, there's always just something to do. And so, yeah, you need to set a time some, you need to set apart some time to, you know, go have fun, go hang out with your buddies. Or if you have, you know, a girlfriend or something, make, make time for her so she doesn't dump you. But you don't want to get in a mode where you're just kind of, you know, just lazy and sitting around and playing PlayStation. And then all this stuff, you know, piles on top of you. Now, all of a sudden, um, I, I haven't really hit or done any extra work in a week. I have this paper that's due at midnight tonight that I haven't even started on, you know. So people get in trouble because they're lazy. They just kind of sit around and they're, they don't stay on top of stuff. I know the times that I kind of struggled and had a hard time in college was because, you know, I was just like, man, I'm tired. And instead of, you know, setting aside maybe like a couple minutes a day to work on my paper I just kind of you know pushed it off to the side and then next thing I know I got a paper due at midnight but I also have a game tonight that's not going to get done till like 10 and I got classes all day so I can't even like I would have to skip my classes to start the paper but if you skip classes a lot of times your coach will keep tabs on you so you can't really just skip class and so you just you you really have to have your priorities in check and you really got to learn how to manage it and that comes through you know experience right some people are going to naturally be better at it than others but you really just like i said like my coach said you got to enjoy the grind right um life is going to challenge you you're going to get punched in the mouth but after you get punched in the mouth what are you going to do about it right are you going to sit yeah. there and cry like a baby and you know just bow out of the fight or are you going to, you know, square up and be like, okay, nice punch. Let's, let's go to war. Right. And that, that's the perfect synopsis of how college is. It's, it's a fight. It's a grind. So you you really just got to be organized with what you're doing. Right. Right. I mean, I think simply like you really have to learn how to grow up, right? You have to get out of that baby mentality. You got to conduct yourself like a young man, like a young, like a young professional. And that's why so many companies want student athletes right out of college. Like the company I first worked for, they almost hire, they hire student athletes at like 80% or something because they know just how the mindset that they have, they have like this winning mindset and in that job, it's similar to baseball, right? It's, It's a selling job. Like that's how you have to, you have to sell to promote. And when you sell, it's it's a lot like getting in the bat or uh, getting in the batter's box. Um, you're gonna fail. A lot, you're gonna hear a lot of no's, right? And you got to be okay with that rejection, right? 
which is one of, you know, just as people, that's one of our biggest fears. Like we don't like hearing no, we don't like to feel rejected, but we just like want to feel accepted. Right, right. Everybody wants to feel accepted. Right. And so that's, that's, that's pretty much the, the biggest thing. Do you have any other questions for me? I have one last question. Okay. If you could tell, tell your younger self one thing that you wish you would have known before you went to college, what would it be? Before I went to college? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think I would just say, hey, just keep your head down and work, right? Um, sometimes um, when you are in college and or just when you're doing anything, right? Um, a lot like you want to be recognized. Like you just said, you want to feel accepted, right? And so when we're not feeling, you know, recognized or accepted enough in a certain position, we'll pr- try to seek it elsewhere, right? And sometimes those aren't the healthiest places to seek it, right? You may start partying more, or you may start getting involved with the wrong crowd, or you may start, yeah. you know, just doing things that put you in a bad space, you know, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all of that. And But if, this, this is going back to enjoy the grind, right? If you just keep your head down and you just keep working, keep working, right? Then, I mean, all things are going to, you know, work together and you're, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. And that's what I had to learn, right? So my sophomore year went through a pretty tough, like pretty tough season, you know, mentally and emotionally. I basically didn't play as much after a really good freshman year and I had to kind of build myself back up. And then after that, my junior and senior years, I was in a much better place emotionally. I was kind of back to being, you know, who I was before I kind of went into that, you know, we can call it a major slump just to uh, keep the terms with yeah. baseball. So, yeah, just yeah, like always, being like a hitter slump. Right, right. You can be in a slump in life, right? And that's kind of what I was in. And so just keep your head down and keep working. Keep doing the right thing, right? Because honesty, integrity, and hard work will take you way farther than, you know, trying to cut corners, right? In the end, you're going to be way up here, and that person that cut corners is going to be down here. Even though in the short term, that person that cut corners may be a little bit above you, right? But if you keep working, right, they're going to hit that ceiling, and you'll, you'll just pass them. You'll pass right by them. And I've seen that. I've seen that, like, firsthand now. Um, just professionally, some of the people that cut corners in college, right? They kind of just hit the ceiling and they're kind of doing whatever. And right after I learned, hey, just keep your head down and keep working, I've been able to keep building and keep building and keep building to where, you know, now I'm in a position where I'm doing stuff that I love to do um, with people I love to do. And I'm still just on the trajectory to hit, you know, my goals. Yeah. Yeah. So you basically, so you, what I got from that is like, you just got to stay with it. You can't, you can't steer away from what your goals are. You got to stay organized, stay with the right people and not get involved in the wrong crowd. And like you said, enjoy the grind. Right. Right. So it's like, you have to get a goal. Right. And I mean, it's similar. So like championship teams, right. 
they're championship teams because everybody on the team from the most talented guy and the best player on the team all the way to the person who's the worst player on the team, they understand the mission and they're all doing their part for the mission, right? They all know their kind of role that they have to play to make that particular team the best, right? Because in reality, you win a championship this year, the person who is the worst player on the team, the next year, they could be one of the you know pivotal key players that helps you on your quest for a repeat. See what I'm saying? And so yeah. you just gotta, you gotta accept where you are and you gotta, whatever role that is given to you, you have to be like, okay, I'm gonna do this to the best of my ability. So like going back to my example, that year where I didn't play as much, right? I could have sat down and kind of pouted and, you know, just, you know, just was like dismissed the whole season. Like now I'm not playing whatever, right? And could have been a sore loser about it. But, and it kind of started on that path. And I was like, wait a minute, like that's not helping anybody. It's not helping me right? Because I'm not going to be better. And if I get an opportunity to play, I'm going to blow it, right? And it's not helping my team because negative energy is just as contagious, if not more contagious than positive energy, right? And so if you have a player that is just sitting like just on the bench, just in a horrible mood, that's going to bring the team down, right? And so I chose that year to say, I'm going to be the best teammate that I could be. I'm going to pick everybody up. Even if we're not playing our best, I'm going to, you know, see what I could do to make sure that this team is in the best position moving forward. And that's the year we went to the World Series. And I didn't, I didn't even play that much. I got a couple of bats. I actually ended the season with a 333 batting average. I only had like 21 at bats. Oh. I, like, I had like 25 at bats, right? And I got like seven or eight hits. Walked a couple of times. And so my numbers actually look good, but I just didn't play that much. And the guy who was playing in front of me ended up being an All-American, which is, he was a transfer guy. I was like, okay. But we, the experience of going to the World Series and the memories that you make with those people, that's what made it worth it, right? And so, yeah, I didn't play, I didn't play that much that year. But what I did do was I made so many memories, and to this day, that team talks in a in a group me, like talk all the time. So that's what it's all about. You have to enjoy the journey, right? Everybody always wants to be, you know, the star, and they think, well, they think they want to be the star, and they think they want to be the fame until they get it, and they realize that comes with, you know, a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility, right? Yeah. And so, just enjoy your role. Become dang good at your role. And then it's, I mean, just like jobs, you get promoted. It'll follow. Like, it'll right. follow. Right. It's like you almost get promoted if you just keep working. It's like you promote yourself. Promote yourself. So, that's it, man. Yeah. That's it. Man, well, this has been great, Grady. Um, I really enjoyed yeah. having you. Do you have any last words before we go? Uh, Like, subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe to Baby Grady. I'm sure he has a ton of new content on the way. I want to thank all of you guys for watching today. If uh, you haven't, be sure to like this video. Go subscribe to Baby Grady. Subscribe to Quality for more quality content. 
Oh, check out this video right here where we interviewed Miss Shanta Woods. Oh, it's right here. <laughs> right here where we interviewed Miss Shanta Woods. And until next time, live godly. Okay.